0: I am Jimbo Paris, and you are listening to the Jimbo Paris Show. Okay, let's get started here. Can you please begin by providing me with a brief summary about who you are, what you're about, and what your message is?
1: Sure, sure. My name is uh, Brandon Hanley. I've got a podcast on a platform called Spiritual Dope. And, you know, uh, Kind of the history on that is that, you know, look, uh, I think like a lot of a lot of people go through like their the challenges in life changes, and I went through kind of my own spiritual awakening, and uh, you know, going through that, you're like, what the heck just happened there, right? And so I went back and just kind of uh, over the past like four years, dove deep into exactly what happened through numerous studies and courses, and and I've been able to kind of piece together what that looked like for me and I've been able to create a framework so that somebody else who's approaching this space or even finds themselves going through, you know, I wouldn't call it a midlife crisis. Some people will. Right. But finding themselves in this space, uh, knowing, you know, kind of, uh, that they're a not going crazy, right. By having the spiritual connection and then, and then B, you know, where can they go and how can they harness this, you know, spiritual connection so that, they can apply it to their everyday life for maximum fulfillment and and excelling at kind of like everything that they do. And just knowing, um, when they are in the right space and place for themselves. Excellent. And what was the specific event in life that really motivated you to start spiritual dope? (sighs) Specific event, uh, really kind of came, uh, Towards the end of my second podcast, uh, I had interviewed, uh, I'd come into contact with one uh, woman named Regina A. Lawrence, who had gone from being like this high-powered lawyer into a uh, spiritual marketing person, right? And I'd been hiding behind like the spirituality piece. I was like, "Ooh, I don't want to let everybody know that this is all spiritual. It's got to be something else, you know?" So under, I, like, I'd been doing this, uh, selling what they want, giving what they need right versus like hey we're just going to lead with spirituality and so she was already leading with spirituality herself and in a way that was in alignment with who she was in a no frills kind of way and it wasn't like this i don't know if you've seen my site but like it's just like th- there's a certain kind of dress code and a certain way that everybody feels like you need to be to be spiritual and she wasn't doing that and neither really was i and i was like i was i was, I was um i was inspired by her doing that hey uh, the second piece uh, and almost within the same uh, time frame, was a friend of mine, uh, my wife's like childhood friend had sent out this letter to us that it, it said, I'm a coming out. Like the subject line was coming out. And I was like, well, you know, she's gay, right? Big deal. Let's, let's, let's read this letter and see what it is. It turns out she, she was coming out as a spiritual medium, right? So she was letting all of her friends know, and you know, she's an older, older lady uh, like myself, older guy. And so to kind of come out, in, in this way was was kind of a, a very vulnerable experience for her, right? And so she too inspired me, and I did a, a reading with her, and it just like knocked my socks off. And I was like, you know what, I gotta I gotta stop kind of hiding behind like you know I felt like the Wizard of Oz, right? Like meet the Great Wizard, but really like behind the behind the curtain, here I am, just like being the spiritual guy, and I just kind of stepped foot into it, right? And the name Spiritual Dope itself comes from you know the Vedanta Society. Uh, there was like a there's a swami that's always on there. He gives like excellent speeches, uh learned a lot from them. And uh one of the one of the junior monks came on when he was introduced in the Swami and he goes, Here comes Swami G with another hit of your spiritual dope. I was like, that's exactly that's exactly what this space is, right? This is uh once you once you kind of connect, you know, I'll call it to the divine source, whatever you feel like calling it, and you're doing it uh purposely, uh with purpose intent uh then there's like this it's just awesome right it's like it's like literally just getting a hit of of whatever your drug of choice is you know i come from you know i wouldn't say the best background but like i can at least parlay it into that right be like this to me is much better than anything that i've ever gotten off the streets right very interesting and
0: you also mentioned that you had spiritual readings done on you and i have well, and. How was it like with your first spiritual reading? Was it kind of an eyebrow raiser, and you were kind of like, "Okay,
1: uh, you know"? So I've I've had two done, and and with her, my my um my wife's friend, it was just all on point, right? Uh, yeah, with there was some eyebrow raising, but it was the kind of stuff that you can't make up. I don't feel like you can make up. And she she said it was done via. Medium and intuition, right? She's a medium and an intuitor. So there was some of it that's kind of intuiting, and part of it is done through mediumship. It, like I think I cried; pretty sure I cried. <laughs> you know, it was like getting in touch with uh, some of the male role models in my life that that have been gone for a long time, uh, or who were never there. So it was a uh, uh, the bulk of the conversation was spent kind of having uh, an exchange with uh, both my my father and my my grandfather uh and so uh to open myself up uh that way is something that i hadn't done for a while so there was the vulnerability aspect and just letting some of that out and and letting that conversation happen because it felt like it was being done uh, with uh, them right regardless of whether or not that's what was really happening it facilitated uh, a, f- a fantastic connection um, again, and I would say, you know, kind of two source or like this energetic piece that, that, uh, just touched me. Right.
0: That's very interesting. You know, yours was kind of a hybrid of intuition and a psychic with me. It was the strict few. It was one psychic, one medium, and then a witch.
1: so mm-hmm. they
0: were all doing different things, but yours was a blend, you know, a yeah, that's right. That's very that's interesting. Right. Now let's kind of jump into your life coaching certifications. Can you kind of go into your story on how you pursued those in your coaching career and what that? Sure. Means?
1: Yeah. So you know, I uh, at some point had invested in myself and uh, to get a coach for myself uh, for sales, getting into sales, and I wanted to make sure that I was doing it all the right way and that 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 was uh, successful and maximizing my time. So when you want to you know hit some of these goals and and make accelerate your progress, what do you do? You get a coach, right? But a coach—they cost. They're not cheap, man, right? And you're like, man, do I do I invest in myself? And and it's really tough to see this as an investment in yourself without seeing, you know, thinking that you're going to get these immediate results, right? How how exactly are you accelerating it? Needless to say, you know, I just I decided that uh, I finally needed to invest in myself instead of sitting on the sidelines and just trying to go at it alone. And uh, when I when I had my coach. I, it was really the first time that I, I was stepping into this personal development and growth space, and investing in myself and in, you know, um, both with a coach and exercise and, and good habits and developing all these. And as I was going through the coaching, I realized, you know, that that I wanted the capability to help others along the same way that I was being helped, and being able to do it in in a way that was it was so uh, liberating to have somebody encouraging. Have you had a coach Jimbo? Never, never. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and what's cool is like, you know, you're, you're going on this, you're going on this pathway uh, on your own, right. And stepping into what I would call your greatness with like, you know, Hey, you've got this, uh, you've got this, um, you know, Jimbo Paris, uh, podcast and series going and you're, you you're, you're believing in yourself enough to put yourself out there. Right, Uh, and it's hard to do that without encouragement. So I I imagine you've got some support and some encouragement, either from like close friends, relatives, or or something else supporting you, right? So you know, if you don't have all that and you've never had that kind of support before, uh, and then all of a sudden you've got that support, and I had that support, like I had it from my wife, but you know, that's one to me, right? You, you, they all your friends and you know your wife and you know family should kind of support you, and and then. Then I had this coach, I was working on sales and I was like, you know what? I really want to, I wanted to start a podcast, right? Because she had a podcast and all this other stuff. And I want to have this podcast on fatherhood. And I was really scared to tell her because like, we've been, we've been coaching on sales. Right. And I like, you know, stick to it was like, I, I, when I wanted to tell her, I was expecting her to be like, well, that's really dumb. You don't want to do that. You want to like stick to this, stay focused. This was what we set up for you and all this other stuff. And um, when I told her, she didn't say any of that. She just said, "Well, all right. Well, uh, I know a few of these people that I can get on your podcast, right?" And and she really helped to support and encourage it. And I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "I." When that happened, sorry if I swear a little bit. Is that I don't know if that's going to impact it. Right. You. You're going to be all right. So I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't believe that. Like it was liberating, right? Because I thought, like I thought it was like going to. It's like here's here's your dream. We're going to crush it, <laughs> right? And and so. I wanted to be able to provide that for other people. Once I had that experience and once I had that encouragement, once I had uh, somebody else uh, helping me to explore uh, definitively and uh, the space of who I wanted to become, right? Like, here's where you are. Here's where you want to get to. uh, I want to help facilitate that as a coach. And so um, I went and I I did, I did, I did multiple uh, coaching you know certifications I did it with uh you know Kane ramsey has got this one you know through Udemy but I mean you know people think about Udemy and they're like oh well you know great you spent like one hour you got a you got a coaching cert right well that wasn't the case I mean his his course was over uh 36 hours uh it was deeply involved with uh you know a support group where you did Um, a triad where you got together with multiple people and you practice your coaching practice with these other people who are going through the course with you through probably uh, about a year did uh, his NLP course as well and was able to, to practice it through there. You know uh, as I continued on, I decided that I wanted to get additional, you know, once you, once you kind of get this bug, you just want to keep learning, you know, what are some more tools and what are some different ways that I can learn to support others on their journey and so I continued with a, a six-star program, which was another twelve-week program. Live courses, going through it with a you know uh, you know an instructor over over a twelve-week program, and and you know just continue to hone the craft, right? Continue continue to learn. What else can I offer? What else can I offer my clients? What is you know even right now, I'm in, in additional courses that you know help me to understand uh, additional tools that I can continue to bring to others. And the thing is, it's like, I'm not just going to get these tools to provide, I'm using them, right? Like these are tools that I'm using in my daily life that have improved my daily life immensely, right? Both in terms of how I feel, right? And, and how I show up as well as, you know, income, right? Like it's had, uh, definitely it's increased my income like more you know, more than twofold, which, which is significant when you take a look at it. So it's not just, uh, doing this stuff to feel good. It's doing this stuff to make radical changes in your life so that you can show up when you need to.
0: Speaking of those radical changes, I definitely want to get into, because this, this podcast is mainly focused on hybridization. So you're a spiritual man, but you're also a businessman as well. I kind of want to look into the business perspective now. When you were running your podcast, how did you provide value to your
1: audience? What were the main ways you did that as a transformational coach? For sure. So, you know, the first podcast and and actually all the podcasts, really, it takes a look at and especially for men, right? Men, we are basically told to kind of like put the world on our shoulders, trudge forth, shut up and do the work. Right. And you can you can pretty much do it by yourself. Right. Just just kind of go at it, go at it and do it by yourself and, uh, you know, buckle down and, and do it. And rarely do they look for outside sources or communities, or maybe they don't have uh, an outside source or community to reflect upon. And so uh, the initial podcast was done uh, on fatherhood, creating this community of fathers and community of successful fathers to see how they had done it. Right. So I would go out and I would interview other fathers. It just says, hey how have you had success as a father and what are some of the deltas like what are some of the differences so that so that other guys could tune in and listen for for the, themselves right like uh, i imagine that there's people turning in to jimbo because they recognize you right they say i you know i resonate with jimbo i want to understand how he's approaching some of these other conversations with these other successful people and what can i take from that and implement into my own life and so i've done that i did that with fatherhood I did it with kind of prosperity practice, which was like an LOA plus. And now I'm doing it in in a spiritual space where I I find other people who have been successful in the spiritual space, authors, marketers, and not even necessarily have to be all in the spiritual space, but who have approached it from a spiritual place, but have been able to implement it in everyday practical life, who are making an income from it so uh, so so that somebody else can, you know, anybody listening to you and I today they can be like, well, you know what? I really resonate with Brandon. I want to go find out more about what he's done and how can I implement some of that in my life? Will that work for me? And uh, so that's really the value is bringing some of these people to you so that they don't, you know, because a lot of them aren't going to be willing to go out and find them on their own, right? They, they just kind of stay in their own little bubble. And they are like, well, you know what? These are the ideas I have and these are pretty good and I'm just going to run with it. And, you know, there could be somebody out there that's got a spiritual business or a, a practice that to implement like their type of spirituality that resonates with that person on the other end. Who's always been like, well, my ideas, my ideas, uh, stupid. I don't think it's that great. I don't think that I should, but then like, here's this other person out there doing it on the daily. That's the same idea that you've got. You're like, wow, I guess, you know, it gives that person permission to, to step into their own greatness, right. By, by hearing that other person's story, that's the value, man. Excellent. How did
0: getting those successful people on your show look like? So what types of individuals would you usually bring on? Because how I see generally with spiritual podcasts, you bring in things like psychics, spiritual entrepreneurs, and sometimes, you know, astrologists, and maybe some hybrids
1: that have mm. PhDs as well.
0: How sure. is your
1: audience pool or your guest pool? I mean, sure. So I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of authors right a uh, fair fair amount of authors who have uh, their own spiritual journey that they want to share again, so that the listener can understand that what they're going through is typically a human condition and that they can relax a little bit instead of thinking that they're freaking out right because that's a, a typical idea of this kind of um midlife space, right? A lot of people think like, Oh my God, like I'm freaking out, man. And they go, uh, and they'll get some pills and they'll try and like numb that sensation of what they're going through or, or they'll continue drinking or they'll, you know, hide behind, uh, drugs or something like that. They'll hide behind work as opposed to really feeling into it. And so here's, here are these authors, here's all these other people that have come before them that says, no, nah, you're okay. You know, feel into it and be that way. So authors is a big one. Marketers, you know, I just kind of uh, feel you know, there's there's spiritual marketers out there that are, that are doing it in their way, or you know, again, not even like random stories, but there are there are people that are, you know who have figured out that their spiritual practice doesn't mean that they have to leave the real world, right? They don't have to leave and just be like, oh, I'm all spiritual now. I'm over here. I'm hanging out with a. Uh, I'm hanging out with patchouli. All I eat are you know uh, greens and vegan. It doesn't have to be that way, and you don't have to. You don't have to have uh, your outside life look spiritual, right? You just have to be in alignment spiritually yourself. And you can apply that in any way that you look. So I've had, you know, I had... I had this woman, uh, Lindsay Garner on who, who worked for Lulumon and she was able to really just say, Hey, listen, this is, I work in retail and it's really good. And here's how I can apply some of um, my, my spirituality in the daily life so that, so that I'm at peace for the way that I do my job. She's able to align internally, externally, and then who are some some of the other people, other podcasters, right? Other people who are uh, in a similar, similar journey, who are doing, I have some mediums, no psychics, no astrologers on because I feel like that's a different space that's I, I wouldn't call that I wouldn't call that spiritual right I would call that I would niche them down somewhere I'd be like you know that's that's astrology that's psychism that's you know mediumship and, and mediumship even even coming over is is something it's got spiritual tangents to it but again I still think it's kind of on its own in its own niche right I wouldn't classify that uh, strictly as as spiritual I hope that answers your question yeah that was an excellent
0: one and the big thing I'm thinking about is what about spiritual marketing? Can you kind of elaborate a little bit more on that? Because that's, I've never heard of that before.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really has to. So if you look at, I mean, I'm I'm sure, look, you've got a podcast going on right now. You've got a great logo. You've got everything lined up really nicely. So my guess is you've done some research on the marketing that you're supposed to be doing, right? You've gone through and you're like, all right, uh, my, my avatar is this, my, my demographic is this, my, you know, here's, you know, there's different wheels on how you're supposed to appear to, to your clients and who who it is that you're going after. Right. And, and so that's very kind of external faced, right. It's very, very, very much like here are the steps that I need to take to get there versus when you go at it from a spiritual way. Right, you're really doing all the same things except for you've you've just got it documented kind of differently. You're instead of saying you know you know here here's my avatar, you would say something along the lines of like you know who am I trying to resonate with? Right, it's the same you know same kind of practice, different terminology, and instead of having it come from the outside in, it's the inside out. So I would say, you know, my avatar is, and, you know, I create it, but then I'm also seeing internally and trying to resonate outwardly, you know, what that looks like, which I believe is the same thing you're doing when you create some of these other documents. It's just, you do it more from inside out. There's, you know, you've got the intent, you've got the purpose, you've got the vision and they're all lined up, but they're also aligned to who you are, who you believe yourself to be. And in service of like, your your grandest or greatest ideal, right? Uh, and so that's and when you do it that way, you've got like this kind of there's there's less pressure, there's more ease. There, you're in and you're in alignment with who you are, right? Versus being like, oh man, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this to be this marketing guy and and to get into my niche. Versus being who you are in alignment with your spiritual self, and it's a different approach. Same a lot of the same tools. different verbiage and different intent behind it. Right. Like you're, you're literally trying to feel like, you know, is this where my heart is? Does this resonate with me? And you'll get a buzz that aligns with it. I mean, look, man, when I came up with spiritual dope, I was like, I was humming. Right. I was like, I got to do this. I got to step into it. I even reached out to a buddy of mine. I said, Hey, listen, Alan, here's what I'm thinking. I'm doing spiritual dope. I'm in alignment. I'm leading with spirituality. He goes, hold on, buddy you know are you just chasing something else are you just chasing like an, is this another squirrel for you right is this a, is this another shiny object and i was like no man this is 100% alignment you know talked about what we're talking about right now how do you how do you align yourself spiritually with purpose with intent with vision to marketing to your life to your job right uh, how do you combine all those so that you just every day you wake up and you're humming because you're so happy to be you're happy to be alive and happy to be doing what you're doing, the service that you're providing. Excellent. What types of
0: things do you provide to a lot of your clients To look on your site? What types of services or products do you generally provide? Because I want you to kind of tell the audience, you know, what you
1: can give to them. Sure, sure. So, I mean, if, if you head over to uh, spiritualdope.co, you'll find a couple of free courses on there. One is uh, this divine framework, which really talks about how do you develop a divine mindset or a spiritual mindset, right? And so if you go through that course, you'll find uh, a couple, you know, it's a D, I'll just walk through the the, the framework real quick. It's a D, you know, make a decision just like anything else when you develop a mindset. Second part is, you know, I, which is to, you got to initiate that, right? You got to start taking action on it. I think that a lot of people, they get into like a law of attraction space where they get into a spiritual space and they're like, well, it's all just going to come to me and it's going to be a download. And, you know, all I got to do is be, yes, but you know, you got to be moving your ass to the place that gets you to where you want to be right so uh you know i think that's the initiate part talk about vision as in like the v you got to have this vision that's kind of greater than yourself who are you serving what's that going to feel like you've got to resonate that out there you know and then i is going to be integrate like like we're talking about right now you can be spiritual af right all day long but how do you how do you merge that with you know the reality that everybody else is in how do you bring your reality to uh what everybody else is seeing go through numinous right which is that feeling Jimbo like when you when you're in flow how do you feel
0: I feel relaxed
1: yeah right does time slow down does time slow down for you yeah and you're kind of buzzing right and you're like you just you're feeling it very good very good and what well so I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there real quick so uh, and the E, right, is is the expression of all of that. Uh, so in the divine framework, there's the expression of all of that, and that is the culmination of kind of what we're here to be. You know, spirituality is what's inside of you, right? What is inside of you that needs to come out? What needs to be expressed? Like when you when you you know when you get olive oil, right? You gotta express that from the olive. So what's inside of you that needs to come out. And, you know, so I, I give a framework for that and a couple other pieces on there. There's a, there's a game on there for, for, for those that are prosperity minded or or don't have a prosperity uh, mindset yet, 30 days of developing and creating that mindset for yourself, which is just something that I did before that I'm carrying over here. which part of what got me to this space. And, and I do a deep dive on, um, the book, the science of getting rich. Right. And that's like, again, that was a, not only is that a catalyst for myself, but it was also Rhonda Burns, right. The, the secret, it was the book that she read, uh, that kind of catapulted her into this idea of the secret. It was something that kind of opened it up for her. So those are some free resources I share, uh, because you know, you can go through that. You can get an understanding of who I am. You get an understanding of, all right, well, here are the tools I've got them. I can apply them. Great go run out there and apply. And then you don't need me. Right. If, if it comes down to the point of like, all right, I've got all these tools, you shared out how you do it. Something's not clicking for me. Then reach out to me after that. And, and, you know, then there's coaching available. There's guidance available. Like, you know, we can set up, I'm happy to set up coaching. I'm also happy to set up just accountability or, you know, go through a couple sessions. I mean, it doesn't have to be too crazy. So those, those are the resources and the services that I offer.
0: So when you combine all of these things with the law of attraction and it comes to you need to do action or you need to visualize or Mm -hmm. need to say some affirmations, what do you think is the most important thing to sort of fuel that system to work
1: in your favor? So the and and you'll see this, I think, from almost everybody, uh, including uh, gentlemen, Neville Goddard, uh, Bob Proctor and all these other people. Uh, it's the feeling, uh, kind of is the key. And as I was talking about before, like being numinous or even, uh, that sensation, that buzz that you get from having the vision that is in alignment with yourself, it can't just be from the head, right? You can have this vision, but if that's detached from the heart, then there's no, then there's no emanation, right? And what I mean by that is that, you know, your heart is your largest electromagnetic generating device on your body. And when you are able to sync up your ideas and the feeling as if it's already occurred, and you can feel yourself in the visual, like you're talking about, and you can feel it already happening, and you can tap that into your heart and create that emotion at the same time, then you emanate that, right? If you've ever taken a look at the Taurus field, and if you always hear about, like, you know, whatever you send out comes back, uh, the universe is a, a force multiplier, right? So when we send out, this signal from ourselves that sees it, that believes it, that can feel it, and then we let go of that, it's going to come back to you, right? Uh, And that's, that's I think, um, again, a big part that a lot of people in Law of Attraction don't talk too much about. And Law of Attraction, to me, really simply is harnessing your spiritual self and expressing that, right? So then you start taking action into that. The idea would be, all right, I can see it, I can feel it. I'm going to take the next step into it, right, Jimbo? I mean, when you when you took – I mean, what about you, right? I'd have to ask you, when you started this podcast, when you started this for yourself, did you see it for yourself?
0: Yes, I did. I definitely felt like what I was doing was going to make a positive impact for other
1: people. Right. Would you, would you have taken your next step if you couldn't see it for yourself? Yes, I probably would have. Oh, really? So you, you still would have gone forward even if you didn't see it for yourself?
0: You know, sometimes I think in life it is important to do things that
1: you may be doubtful about.
0: Mm. So it depends. Okay.
1: okay. So it sounds like you, you know, in, in that aspect it, it's just a matter of courage, right? And even it, it sounds to me again like you're talking uh you know, yes there's that, but then there's courage, right? And if you're if you're not familiar with uh, the work of uh David R. Hawkins, he does uh he does a whole whole line of of consciousness and kind of this consciousness scale and it there there's uh it goes like from you know zero to a thousand. All right. And those are logarithmic scales and, and zero being like, you know, uh kind of like shame and, and being fear driven. And then the top is like, you know, Buddha, Jesus, consciousness type thing. And in the middle of that scale or the tipping tipping point of that scale is courage. Uh Once you have the courage, even if there's a little bit of doubt, once you start tipping over into courage, you can start to see. That the things that you doubted, the things that you worried about, the things that may have been holding you back, they aren't there, right? So having a little bit of courage to step into that, it starts to take you out of these other things. It starts to take you out of fear. It starts to take you out of shame. It starts to to take you out of, I don't believe in who I am and what I can do. Because once you start taking those forward steps to who you want to be and having that courage, you start to believe in yourself. Right? You start to believe that uh, uh, the universe has your back. I mean, that's my belief, right? The universe has your back. You didn't go up in flames. You're like, all right, well, cool. I'm signaling now, you're signaling now to the universe that this is your intent. You believe in yourself. You believe that the universe you know, is going to reciprocate and, and help you along that way because uh, along the way, you're going to start taking steps. And you don't know exactly how to get there, right? You don't know exactly. You just know you want to get there. And you know this is the next step. And you take it and you're like, oh, oh, that was cool, right? And you take the next step and you're like, why isn't anybody stopping me? nobody nobody's going, I'm unstoppable, right? So you start to get beyond courage and you start to get into uh, you know, self-belief and a belief in, in all these other spaces. And again, you know, it's, it's, it can all be done through a systematic way of, of systems and tools that you can find in nearly any business manual. But if your heart doesn't resonate with all that stuff, it's it's almost like trudging. You hear people like you got to hustle, you got to grind. Like do those words really sound like something you feel like doing for the rest of your life, hustling and grinding? I mean, that sounds like that sounds like it's gonna suck, right? Now, can you do those same steps that are in alignment with who you are and your vision and, you know, believing? And again, man, this is all it's your choice to think any way you want, right? Nobody can that's the beauty of it all. You have the choice to think any way you want. You believe in God and God's gonna help you out then that's what's happening in your life. I can't tell you that that's not, right? You don't, and you believe you're doing it all on your own. That's cool too. I can't help you. I can't tell you that that's what's happening. But I prefer right now to believe that I've got something greater than myself helping me out along the way. And when I do that, I get to lose. You know, you've heard like uh, the line of like, you know, cast all your worries to God, right? You know, what happens if you can do that? Like how much of that, I don't, I don't know. Are you religious, Jimbo? I'm sorry, I didn't ask, right? Like, I mean, where are you, you stand on all this stuff yourself?
0: Generally, I'm just a spiritual person. I actually just, in a sense, I believe everything. I think all religions sort of live in unison with one another. There's no one real one
1: or one fake one, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%, right? So I agree with you. I think they all lead to the same place, right? What happens is there's a lot of like kind of hopping and skipping in between each one. So that nobody ever finishes like kind of one path that they just keep hopping and skipping in between each one. And that was something that I learned out of the science of getting rich, science of getting rich. The book is just like, follow this one book until it is in you, until you emanate all the stuff that's inside of this book. Otherwise you're going to get distracted and you're not going to kind of make it to this end goal that you're looking for. Right. That's why it's like, all right, well, listen, if I pick the Bible, everything I need is in the Bible. If I pick the Torah, everything I need is in the Torah. If I pick, again, you know, uh, the Koran, everything, you know, just like you're saying, they all lead to the same place. There's no specific one. But if you just pick one, there's a good chance you're going to make it. Right. So, uh, man, I lost my train of thought there for you, Jimbo. But I mean, ideally, you're going to make it to the end there. You know, just kind of pick one, emanate with it and, and roll out. Very good.
0: And what do you think is the difference in general with a life coach versus a transformational coach?
1: Well, you know, so a, a life coach again, it's, they're going to they're going to kind of uh help you out with specific life pieces and you know, these these again, these very very I would say external facing pieces, right? They're going to be you know walk you through all these things as if as if the outside coming in is what makes a change. And for for the transformational coach, such as myself, we're going to flip that script, right? We're going to say what's inside of you is what you're going to see on the outside of you and help you along the way to see that Uh, again, you know, you're going to do that by, you know, creating these stories for yourselves, identifying who you are, what it is internally that aligns with you and how you want to see that in your life. And we start to help you see that happening on the external for yourself so that you can see that it really is the inside out and not the outside. in.
0: Very good. Who do you think was one of the most inspirational people in your life that actually motivated you to make this change? You so, mentioned I mean, you coaches
1: look, before, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, the, the coaches for sure. I would say some some of the biggest inspiration definitely comes from my wife, just being supportive in the way that she is. I know that when I was going through uh, some of my own challenges, I was open to her and very vulnerable. Right? Scary, even if you're married and, or in a, a deeply committed relationship, to be like, "Hey, I'm going through some shit. I have no idea what this is." I was going through my own transformation. You talk about people going from like you know, the caterpillar to butterfly, the chrysalis state. I was in the ooey gooey state, man. I was a mess and I was going through it and I just looked at it. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I can't tell you, you know, exactly what's going to happen. What's going to come out of this. And I don't know how long it's going to last all this stuff. And she just said, Hey, I'm here. I'm ride or die. Uh, We're going to get through this. And so that gave me the opportunity to step into it and explore it versus shutting it down. Right. Again, going back to having someone there that's going to encourage you to be who you are and accepting you for who you are as you are at that given point in time, not who they think that you could be. And so that to me has been uh, massively inspirational. Um, And if we go outside of that again, you know, these people that uh, I interview that I have on, they, they all continue to be a, a source of inspiration to me, right? Because each person is sharing some of these stories. They're sharing it from a, a place of, of, uh, vulnerability themselves. And they're able to share how they overcame some of the, some of those fears of saying, Hey, I'm leading spiritually, right? Hey, I'm leading spiritually. and That's scary because then you got the other person who's like, I don't even, I don't, what are you, what are you even talking about? What does that even mean? And so trying to convey that, or how, like my one friend did, you know, stepping out in, into her mediumship, stepping out in who you believe yourself to be. So, I mean, I get inspiration all day long from so many different people.
0: And this is I'm going to be the, one of the last few questions. And it's, what, do you, where do you see the future of your podcast and most importantly, your mission in life?
1: Well, here's the deal. I mean, it, it's a, it's an open, open space right now um, uh, to build a community around spiritual dope, right. To build a community of, of people who are stepping into this space. So expanding on the platform, expanding into the space retreats, right. Uh, expanded coaching practice, and just really being able to reach out there and help other people out. It's really what it's there for. I mean, you always hear of like, you know, if I can just help one person, I've helped one person, that's myself. And all I'm really doing right now is, is helping anybody else out there that, that needs it is looking for it and providing that space. Because again, it can be a scary space if you don't have the support that you need. And there's nobody else kind of like you around you going through that journey, right? Where do you go for support? If, you, if you're not a church goer, if, if you're, you know, Jimbo, you're, you're spiritual, but then like, you know, this thing's going to come up and right. They're like, and you're like, Oh my God. If you, I mean, if you see my, if you, you know, the, the one of the subtitles of my, of my website is like spirituality for the person that couldn't give a shit about it until now, because you're cool, right? Like you're cool. You are living a spiritual life. And then all of a sudden there's something greater that fills you that like just gives you the sense of urgency, the sense of need that you need to develop, understand and, and lean into. And until you're, I guess, overcome would be the word that I use for that. Uh, you're saturated with this, this thing, this hunger, uh, you don't hunger for it. Right, you're like it's cool, man. I, I got I got Cheerios. I'm good. Life is good as it is. Then all this, it's gonna flip upside down, man. So just provide a space for people that is non judgmental, that is not like conformist, and it's it's real. Like it's not. You don't have to put on a bunch of robes to be spiritual. You don't have to dress up in any way to to be a spiritual person to be going through this and to uh, kind of. I would like to say accelerate growth, but there's no acceleration of it either. I mean, there's there, there isn't you know, it's either going to happen or, or kind of doesn't. And, um, yeah, I provide that space for, for it when it does and guidance, uh, through it and, and integrating. Very good. Very good.
0: And thank you again. Any other final words you would like to tell the audience? I think this was a very good interview. Very good talk.
1: No, nah, Jimbo. I mean, you look, I love what you're doing out there too. I think it's super important. Uh, thank you for hosting this platform, and sharing out i mean i saw you had uh, tom paladino along with scalar energy and you know you're sharing out some really important messages these long-form conversations uh they can be a challenge right and i think you do an awesome job at just uh having some really great questions and helping your listeners right it sounds like you're asking for your listeners so i think you're doing an amazing job of what you're doing and, and uh so thank you for what you do and you know uh, and i'll throw it out there real quick you know if you want to if you want to sync up yeah you know head on over to spiritualdope.co. uh you can hit me up with instagram send me some emails do whatever you need to do from there anything you need to get a hold of uh you can find there there you go mr handley this Absolutely. is the jimbo parish show
0: thank you for listening to the jimbo parish show